This episode is brought to you by Extreme Detail and LKN, Chance Owens with EXP Realty, Deep Blue Renovations, and Artcraft Custom Graphics. Woo! Yes, sir. We are back. We are back. Welcome back. It has felt like it's been three weeks since I have put on a daggum podcast. We have had so much going on in the last week and a half. It's been insane. I'm sorry about not being able to post over Christmas. Work's been crazy. Family stuff's been crazy. We've had a house fire. We've had uh all kinds of stuff going on man so i apologize for not being able to post i apologize for not being able to give y'all a podcast last week but we have a great show today lined up we've got a great show next week lined up the week after that is an even better one after that it's even better i mean we got months of people lined up to come onto the show so it, i'm gonna make it up to you i promise uh, a couple things big shout out thank you to our sponsors even more big shout out and thank you to the people that listen to the podcast regularly that interact with the stuff that we do the giveaways the the comments on facebook the post on facebook the the messages on instagram the text messages the calls i love it all man i love it all and i really appreciate y'all uh new and upcoming for this year we're going to be trying some different stuff trying to do a couple different little things um still going to be the same great show we may end up having a co-host on um we may end up uh, putting a different sponsor on this coming up i'm not really sure we got a lot of stuff in the making aaron at uh artcraft He's going to start making us some shirts, some hats, some stickers, all that stuff. We're going to get get on a website uh, so that y'all can start buying this stuff, merchandise and everything for everybody. But big thank you. If it wasn't for y'all, none of this would be happening. Uh, let's just start there. So <laughs> big thank y'all and shout out to y'all. We uh, have got Brandon on today. Brandon is going to be here. We're going to talk about some deer hunting stuff. We're going to talk about... Um, some controversial stuff uh i've i'm going to give y'all some insight um of, of what's been going on and all kinds of stuff so we got a great show lined up and i'll be right back on with brandon we got brandon on today brandon came up got on the show today what's up buddy what's up man how are you doing i'm all right i'm all right so i i want to just start off saying thank you everybody for for a, for it wasn't really a year of a podcast but it was it's it's a new year so we're going to start off you know with the new year with the new pot or not new podcast but new episode of the podcast this week and uh thank you for everybody that's that's been you know kind of a part of it brandon you've been a part of it what three times now yeah like this is the yeah, third time now yeah so you know big thank you everybody going out uh, a couple things that, that I'm going to talk about just myself here for a minute. Um, a lot of people know, a lot of, some people don't know, but we had a fire at our house Christmas Eve. Um, everybody is okay. Everything is, is okay. It, it stayed in the garage. 
didn't really go into the rest of the house. We just had smoke damage. But, uh, man, the people that reached out and just, you know, do you need anything? Brandon, you even, he's like, hey, look, my wife's not going to be home. You can come on down here and stay with me. You know, whatever. I even offered to cut his grass. I knew it wouldn't grow, and that's why I offered that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but having the people that reach out to that is is uh, is a big, big deal for me to, ha- to have the, the friends and family and everybody that I have. So I just wanted to say thank you all. Uh, I really appreciate that. Um, another thing, uh, one of the, one of the guys that, that follows the podcast, like religiously always texts me, you know, when's the next episode coming out, all this stuff, right? He died last week. So, you know, I hate that. I hate that for him. Uh, Ray West, Wes Wyndham. Um, he, he mentioned a lot of stuff on, on the podcast, kind of did a lot of stuff with the podcast. So, you know, he'll, he should, he'll be missed, you know? But uh, so that's another thing that I want to talk about was that. Um, and then this story I'm going to tell you real quick, which Brandon didn't know I was going to say anything about this story. He has no clue what this story even is, and um, <laughs> which is funny. Brandon has a story also that I have no clue about, and he's going to tell it today too. Mystery show. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So you know the hats and the shirts and the stickers and all the stuff that I have that I have made thanks to to aaron wallace um so i you know you got one of the you got i did give you a shirt right i got a shirt still waiting on my hat though i ain't yeah. seen it yet oh, well yeah dang God. where you at aaron come on I mean, dang Goodness. co-star to this show and i ain't even got a hat to wear co-star come, come on aaron where you at aaron? Yeah, aaron i don't know who you are but man i need the hat Good just kind of sitting here getting sunburned on top of my forehead oh gosh mm. Mm, mm. That sounds like a lawsuit waiting to happen. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so I'm wearing the shirt and I got my hat on, which is not a an uncommon thing for me now. I wear the shirt and the hat all the time now, just because they're nice shirts and they're nice oh, yeah. hats. Yeah. So I was, we were at Dollywood, and I'm in line to get on a ride, and this guy in front of me, he's like, "Hey, man." uh have you listened to that podcast is it a good podcast and i was like yeah yeah it's a pretty good podcast i mean i i do it's uh, I, I i didn't lead him on too much i thought about doing it but I I been. I, yeah i'm the owner what can i do for you <laughs> no, but i did tell him i said i do the podcast it's my podcast and and you know whatever and i started explaining all this stuff to him like what it was and he was very very interested like he wanted to know you know what it was about what we do all this stuff or whatever and the next thing you know we're sitting there talking about hunting and fishing and he goes to uga and he does a program down there where they take um uh, football players and they take them hunting which was pretty cool like he had he had i can't remember the guy's names now but like some big guys i think one of them maybe maybe mike davis i can't remember don't quote me on that, but it, uh, but he takes the football players out, puts them in a tree stand, and lets them hunt. Get out of town. And it, it, yeah, that's what I was, I was like, man, that's a pretty cool like thing. And this guy right? standing in front of you at Dollywood. Yeah, he's standing in front of me at Dollywood, and we're just sitting there talking, just shooting the shit like we are right now. And you know, he's looking at the podcast, looking at my shirt, my hat, and all this other stuff or whatever. And he's like, "Well, dude, he's like, I got I got to listen to that thing, man." He's like, I got to listen to that thing. So I, I, I showed him, you know, where to get it at and all this other stuff or whatever. And he said he had a four and a half hour ride home to Georgia. He said, so we're going to listen to the podcast on the way home. What I should have done is I should have got his number or should have got a way to contact him 
so that I could stay in contact with him or whatever, but uh, I didn't. And um, so if you're listening out there, old UGA guy, I don't I don't even know his name. He, I didn't even get his name. But uh, um, thanks thanks for listening, man. I appreciate you. Man, when you told me you had a Dollywood story, I thought for sure you met Dolly Parton. Nah, nah I didn't meet Dolly I Parton. I thought for sure she's going to wear one of your shirts. Is that where we were going with this? I mean. I mean, dude, you, that's going to have to be like a 4XL on, on Dolly. Listen, we could probably make it work with a double XL. I'm telling you right now, if Dolly Parton wears one, that picture's getting framed. Facts right here. <laughs> that is cool that you met somebody in Tennessee that, wow. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was crazy. So the guy, you know, he was super nice. He want, he was interested in the podcast. He does a lot of duck hunting, uh, or he, he said he does like duck hunting once or twice a year. He does a lot of deer hunting down there and uh and some fishing and stuff he said they do some offshore fishing red snapper and stuff like that so if you listen to man holler at me talk to me let's see if we maybe get you on the show one time or something yeah. i don't know yeah um so that was kind of my story from from this weekend which was i mean it was just cool it was cool to have that that happen oh yeah so we're gonna talk about you now oh boy because we've got we've got several stories that, that we're going to talk about one being I went down to hunt with Brandon, and and we had we had a hunt. And if you remember, I, I don't know if it was the first or second time that you were on here. We talked about that we've we've hunted before together, but we've never killed anything together because we can't seem to sit in a stand or a blind together without cracking up laughing. Oh no, it ain't happening. <clears throat> so I will tell that story. I'll let you tell your your big deer story uh first which i mentioned it a little bit last uh i think last episode it was either the last episode or the episode before about what it scored and everything but i'll let you just kind of tell the whole story and go into it and everything yeah so uh i guess this story started three years ago uh i hunt a soybean field down there in the bottom and i'd catch pictures of him every year same deer <clears throat> same deer um just a little bit bigger each year. The first yeah. year I didn't pay much attention because you know he was, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then the second year he was like, okay, I might want to shoot this deer. And mm -hmm. then the third year I was like, oh man, yeah, I'm going to shoot him. Well, he would never come in during the daylight yeah. in the in the bean field, mm -hmm. and he would always disappear right at the rut. <clears throat> so this year, no, the same thing. He shows up in the summer. I put out my cell cams that you got me addicted to. I can't go I I 30 told minutes you, without looking at them. I told you it's addicting. Yeah, those, those well, we'll get to that here in a minute. <clears throat> so, November 1st, he disappears. I have no idea where he went. Same as all the others, you know, and I'm like, all right. So, my buddy Josh LeVan, his mom lives up the street from the soybean field. He hunts behind her house. He get her on, He got her on camera. He got it on camera. He's like, I'm going to kill it. <sighs> okay, you know. I can't do anything about it. You yeah, know. it's somebody else's some, property. It's somebody else's property. That's Go ahead, hunting. You know. And so uh, a couple of days later, he calls me. He's like, you couldn't even understand him. I knew exactly what had happened. He's like, I think I shot your deer. I think he's down. I said, well, I'll come up here after I get done throwing up. <laughs> but anyways, it turned out not to be him. But we were still wondering where this deer was. So uh, Josh says, I think I have a good idea where he may be rutting. So Josh goes and talks to the lady and ends up getting permission for me and him to hunt. Mm. You know, written permission, which I thought was awesome. You know, yeah. you don't see that from time to time. So we went in there and hung a couple stands. And uh, <clears throat> two weeks go by, 
you know, we've seen him once or twice, and then the rut kicks in, and he starts daylighting every day mm. on my cell camera. <clears throat> and I was like, I'm starting to throw up. I was like, <laughs> oh, man, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat. You know, I'd sit in this stand, and uh, he'd be at the other stand. Of course, cell camera would go off. Yeah. And uh, Josh was hunting him one night, and my cell t- camera triggered down the hill. Josh actually got out of the stand and took off running down there towards him. Yeah. Try to shoot him. Yeah. Of course, he couldn't get down there for, you know, dark. Yeah. Um, but uh, November, I see he, he was daylighting once every other day. I mean, yeah. just – I went to feed corn and hang a deer stand one day at 10 o'clock. I left over there 1020. At 10.22, he was standing over there in front of that camera. He sat there and watched me put it up. Yeah. I was – yeah, I've I've had deer do that before. I mean, it's 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 weird. Like it's it's almost like they're sitting in the woods, like looking at you, like okay, I need to get in there, uh, but you know, I need to wait till this guy leaves or whatever. Yeah, I've had them do the same thing to me. Yeah, yeah, it's and crazy. He, he had tore this place apart with with uh, rubs, so I knew he would eventually come in. I just had to wait him out. So I hunted him fifteen days, morning and evening, and November twenty first, he messed up. Mm. I finally put a bullet in him. He was 30 yards away checking a, a, a scrape and a rub line. You know, he would only stay in. And when we got him on camera, it was just for 30 or 40 seconds. He yeah. didn't eat. He just stood in front of the camera, put his nose up, and took off. You know, just checking for them hot does. Yeah. And uh, he stepped out 30 yards in front of me, facing directly towards me. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, he's going to have to turn broadside. But I'm going to go ahead and get my gun up. So I threw my gun up. He picked his head up directly towards me. Oh, God. I said, that's now or never. I put it right on his chest and pulled the trigger. Golly. <laughs> and uh, he he immediately spun around took off. Yeah. So I called Josh. I said, I'm going to go look for blood. He said, man, don't do it. Don't do it. I said, I can't. He said, you're getting ready to make the same mistake all these hunters make. If you don't think you've hit that deer good enough, you know, because I didn't know if I'd hit him or not. Yeah. I mean, it was that fast. He didn't act like he had been hit. I was like, well, I'm just going to go down there and check for blood. So I checked for blood and nothing on the corn pile. Mm-hmm. Have my 25 alt six with me. Nothing. 20 minutes later, nothing. So I called Josh. I was like, man, I I, I think I've, I missed him. He's like, well, just back out. We'll go out tomorrow. And I said, I'm going to do a grid pattern behind the corn pile and just to make sure. And I searched and searched. And probably another 20 minutes went past, and I finally found a speck of blood on a leaf. And I told Josh, I was like, I messed up, man. <clears throat> I said, I've mortally wounded this deer. I'll never find him. Mm-hmm. He said, well, dude, we'll back out because you may have gut shot him or something, and <clears throat> you need to let him lay and die. So I said, well, I'm going to shine the horizon with the flashlight, and I'm going to leave. And when I shined the horizon, he was laying right there. He can go 40 yards. So he didn't, like, it, it didn't really open him up or anything? It didn't. Well, the, bol- the bullet never exited. I hit him dead in the chest, uh. square in the heart, with a, a lead point, soft point bullet. And, and it, it just it went just in and it just, and went, just stayed inside. It just it. went inside and it re- I mean absolutely wrecked him. Mm. Horn, Hornady Whitetail. Which that's I what I shoot. Yeah, I don't typically shoot that. I'm a federal guy. Yeah, but my 25 volt six loves the Hornadys, and I bought the gun from a guy and it had a box of Hornadys, so I sighted in. I mean, they'll touch holes. So yeah, it he bled inside. Yeah, I mean, just it devastated. There was nothing left of his heart. Well, that's good. I mean, yeah, that's good. I've never shot a deer like that <clears throat> in the chest, but I've heard people 
shooting deer like that and, and had great success yeah i mean with I, it. I was the same way and i got a buddy that hunts in colorado and he was like whatever angle that deer take gives you you know if you can see his front half or take the shot and i was like what are you talking about he said i shoot elk in their chest with a 270 150 grains all the time he said put it in their heart and they'll die mm. he said they don't typically have to be broadside no, i didn't you know well, I mean, that's just what you're coached on yeah. from, since you're, a, you know, a right. baby. It's wait for him to turn broadside, get the nice shoulder shot, yep. clean pass, oh, blah, yeah. blah, blah, all that stuff. I mean, that's what you're coached on Oh yeah, yeah all the time. So. I, I do not recommend the shot I took. And the only reason I took it is he looked me dead in the face, and I knew right then. You were done. It, that was it. Yeah, you were if done. If I didn't put a bullet in him, he was never coming back. Yeah. And uh, But the reason there was no blood, the bullet never exited. Huh. I mean, when you shoot behind the shoulder it goes in and goes out the other side well he's spurting blood everywhere you can track him mm-hmm. never, this deer never bled once well i mean it's a good thing that you got a really good shot or you had a, a i guess it's it's more not along the lines of the shot which the shot was good it was a good placement shot but it's more along the lines of the bullet and what you were shooting that it actually did the damage that needed to be done to put that deer down quick because if you if it wouldn't have Let's just say that you were high or something, yeah. right? And it didn't exit, and there was no blood, and that deer ran for 200 yards. Yeah. You never found him. Oh, yeah. I mean, I you, it would have been a dog. It would have been four or five people out there, daylight, trying to find you. Know, I mean, it would have been a whole other deal. Oh, yeah. So and, and, and at the time, <laughs> I knew that me following that blood trail was not the right thing to do. But I've been waiting. You on, couldn't. Yeah, I, you I've couldn't been waiting stand on it. a deer like this my whole life, and I finally put a bullet in him. I was like, man, I don't know what kept me searching. I, I kept know. on telling myself just just a couple more feet, just a couple more yeah. feet. It's it's funny that that you say that because two years ago on my birthday, you might remember this, you may not. Two years ago on my birthday, I shot a buck in the morning, a little small buck, nothing. I, I, I kind of. I had a shot. I hadn't had a deer all year. I decided I'm going to take it because this buck, I mean, even though it was a young buck, it was going to a good use. So I took it. And um, I was happy about that deer, thrilled about that deer. Birthday deer. It was my birthday and everything like that. So I come home, sell cameras. I'm sitting at the house, 11 o'clock, my cell camera goes off, and the deer that I've been hunting, a big deer, showed back up just out of the blue. And I told Brooke, I said, I got to go hunt him. I got to go hunt him this evening. He's going to be there this evening, and this is probably the only chance I'm going to get to get this deer. So I went back that that evening, and this is my birthday. So that deer shows up, and I shoot that deer in the evening and downhill. So I shot a buck in the morning and a buck in the evening. But uh, (laughs) the funny thing was I shot this deer, and he did not drop. He took off running. Like like you said, I didn't even think that I really made a good shot on him. But <clears throat> he took off running. So I called my buddy Chase, and I said, hey, I may need your dog up here. I think I didn't hit this deer real well. I don't know yet. And he said, well, just, just, let, him, just let him leave. Just let him do his thing. Listen, we're supposed to be going to dinner with y'all for your birthday. Back out. Let's go to dinner. Let's do this, and then we'll come back and get that deer. Yeah, right. And that's exactly like what I'm, I'm going to be yeah. able to eat a steak over that. <laughs> so I'm sitting there thinking, oh, my God, 
there's no way I can do this. There's no way I can do this. No freaking way I can do this. And I told Chase, I'm like, I-, I need to go down there. I need to go down there. I need to go. He's like, no, back out, man. Just, just back out. The funny thing was, or what the thing is, is Brooke had planned a surprise birthday party for me that my family and some other people were going to be up here to eat. <gasps> and I shot this deer, which the thing Appreciate is, the invite, Brooke. <laughs> I don't know if you were invited or not. I was not. Okay. I'm sorry. Sorry about your luck here. Uh, But the thing was, I shot that deer in the morning. Brooke, she was like, he's not going to shoot another deer this evening. I mean, that's not going to happen. Whoever, who who does that, right? So I shot that deer and then Brooke was like, oh my God, now I got to tell all these people that we can't go to dinner because Jared shot a deer. So I completely understand what you're talking about with the back out, man. Let him go. But you just, you got to know. Oh, There's yeah. Like, I have to know either A, that if I walk up and the deer's dead, that's fine. I'll leave him right there and I'll come back later and get him. Yeah. But if he's not there, like, we ain't eating tonight. Right. <laughs> just oh, have, yeah. FYI, everybody, we're not eating tonight. It's so hard. I can sit there and talk to you on the phone. But when you're out there in the woods, you know, it's so hard not to go looking for it. It is. I'll tell you, I'll tell another quick story. Uh, so my wife, Hannah, shot her first deer this year. Yeah. And it was a similar thing. She had a 243, same stand I shot that big deer out of. Mm-hmm. Um, she shot it. I saw the bullet hit him. Yeah. He, t- he did not act like he'd ever been hit. I mean, <laughs> he just took off. Went to the corn pile, no blood. Finally found some blood in the back of my mind. I'm like, hey, man, you need to back out. You need to back out. What yeah. are you doing? But I keep walking further and further. And I'm like, hey, you need to back out. Well, eventually he started. He opened up, yeah. And he was, <clears throat> he was hurt pretty hard. But that, yeah, it's hard to. Well, you get a lot of those deer like that with with muzzleloaders, with muzzleloading kills. You you find a lot like that. Rifle kills, not so much. Bow kills, not so much. Like you hit one with a rifle, they're usually going to open up pretty good. You hit one with a bow with a decent broadhead. They're going to open up pretty good. I mean, you're going to have a pretty decent. But it is so tough to shoot a deer and walk right up there where that blood is supposed to be yeah. and is not. Oh, yeah. That is, that's a, that's, that's why a I tell everybody, do. you know, do your, do your homework, get the gun, get some ammo, good quality ammo, and just practice. Make yeah. sure the rifle's on. Oh, yeah. Take your time. You got to do your part because you may be hunting with a 300 wind mag, but I've wounded deer with a 300 wind mag. Yeah. Well, the, I know one thing that you don't wound deer with is uh, that freaking 270 hey, man. that you shot beside my ear. Hey. <laughs> that, well, t- we're going to tell that story that here. Seven, <laughs> hey, guys, if y'all are looking for a caliber, just go pick up a 270. That's going to be the best deer rifle you've ever owned. I ain't, I've shot like 11 or 12 deer with it, and I ain't had one walk out yet. Not yet. Jared seen it. Yeah, I did. So, yeah, I I did witness that with my own two eyes. I mean, it was a little dark. It was not. All right. So (laughs) I mean, I mean, it was. Listen, okay. His little dark and my little dark are two. Very different things. Whenever you know, I then that you speak of that. I, all these years, I never knew that you didn't hunt till shooting light. Well, it's not that I don't hunt until shooting light. It's the fact that I just don't. 
the three minutes, the four minutes or whatever that you're sitting in there waiting for the shooting light, I just don't, I don't see that as a value time. I really don't. But also there's a lot of places that I hunt, like several places I hunt. It's a good hike in and out of there. That's true. So, you know, the three or four minutes that shooting light is the difference of me being able to see getting out of the woods versus not seeing to get out of the woods, which if we were going by your little dark, I'd have never even seen to get out of the deer stand. I've always hunted until you could not see anymore. And Jared, five o'clock, rolled around. Jared's like, hey, man, you ready to go get something to eat? I'm like, bro, the sun ain't even sat down yet. <laughs> that is not it. That's hey, man, not true at hey, all. Hey, man, we, we better get on out of that here. That is not true at all. I'm I'm all for it. I think you're the, scared the, of the dark. No. Oh, yeah. No. I, oh, yeah. No. I just, I don't see the point of me sitting there and the green jeans is up there with a daggone thermal scope looking at us going, and boys, you're about five minutes too late now, then kaboom. That's man. why you always keep your watch out, pull your sleeve of your shirt, and just do it by the minute. Oh, God. You always look and see what the time is. It changes per day. Well, yeah, I yeah. know it changes per day. A lot of people day. don't know that. Oh, I shot a deer three weeks ago at 545. I can do it. Th- no, you can't either because now shooting lights at 541. You know, so just follow your watch. Yeah, I followed. He ain't gonna say anything to you if you're within the limit. We were uh, all right. I think you're scared of the dark. <laughs> I'm not scared of the dark. It's just it is a very gray area. So we're sitting there. It, it it is a very gray area. I'll put it that way. If if your watch is a minute off, that's a ticket. I don't I don't know that they're gonna be writing tickets. I don't for think one so minute. either. But it's still like. It's still a gray area that I don't want to be in. Well, listen, you got to use all the time throughout the day. If they say you can hunt, kill a deer at 545, at 545, if that deer walks out, shoot it. Now, don't shoot it at 546. Yeah, but what if a dang 12-pointer walks out at 547? Now, that's the gamble. That I do get a lot of real nervous <laughs> around that time because I'm like, oh, man, what, you know, what if like, the state record walks out? Exactly. Am I going to be that guy? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so we're sitting there hunting, and and it's you know getting dark. And Jared's, if you've ever hunted with Jared, Jared hunts and talks like we're talking right now. I mean, he is the loudest thing you ever. Listen, I have been, and last week is a testament to this. When Cody was on, I've been sitting in the woods talking to people, and deer walk out. Another testament. Whenever me and you went hunting, this I'm may- sitting there talking to you, and a deer walks out. Now. I heard the deer way before. I think you need to go get your hearing checked, well, too. So we're sitting there, and there's about 15 minutes of daylight left. 15, 20 minutes. I'd say like three, but yeah, go ahead. <sighs> you, you don't. Jared's dark. Go hunting with Jared. You'll understand what he's talking about. So Jared's like, I'm bored. I'm going to stand up and rattle. And I'm like, what? So this guy stands up and pulls a rattle bag out of his backpack. I brought, I brought my backpack, shooting sticks, everything. I brought everything with me. And this man starts grunting and rattling. Now, keep in mind, we're in North Carolina. They don't really have to fight much here. And I told Jared, I said, would you sit down? You have done scared off everything in these woods. I got that little can, that little Primo's can. I mean, it's not one time. It's like seven or eight in a row. But, but, and Brandon's sitting there thinking that I'm an idiot. And he's like, 
you would you shut up? Would you sit down and shut up? And mind you, we're in the smallest buddy stand that they've ever made. And, and I mean, we might as well have been sitting on a lock on together, Jared. But I think it's because we're a little bit heavy. It's a standard I mean, it size could, deer stand. We're I, just I, big boys. I don't know that one that I got. It that damn small. <laughs> that one I got is a lot bigger than that one. I mean. Damn, I should have just sat on Brandon's lap. I mean, it's <laughs> got it's a normal size double man ladder stand, but you got like six hundred pounds in it. <clears throat> and I did not know this, but Brandon is also scared of heights, so this thing is like five foot off the ground. Yeah, we get there and Jared's like, "This is it. Why don't you sit on the ground?" <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a fan of heights. <laughs> so the difference in the buddy stand that we sat in, the buddy stand that I have at my house. Is the buddy stand that I have in my house is like twenty foot in the air, and it's got a shooting cabin on it or whatever, and it is it is very wide. I mean, this is a very big deer stand. So that's what I've been used to hunting for. I don't know six years. I guess I, I don't know. So whenever I went to that stand, I was like, you know, this thing is really tiny. Realistically, it's a normal size deer stand, but. After hunting the other one, now you think that this one's small, and that's that's kind of where I was at. So, anyways, get back to the story. I'm I grunted, I, I rattled, and I did the little can thing. Right? And if I wouldn't have been there, I'd have never believed this. Yeah. And you're not gonna tell me otherwise. This old boy right here done rattled in two does. <laughs> the funny thing was, is so I sat back down. Brandon's like, sit down. And I was like, all right. So I sat back down, and I'm like, wait, did you hear that? He's like, what? said i think i heard a deer he said what'd you hear i said i think i heard a deer rubbing on the tree he's like really i said yeah i was like oh no, no they're walking there's two of them they're walking he's like you're doing you know lost. and he thinks that i'm bullshitting the whole oh, time yeah. he thinks this whole thing is just made up and and maybe part of it was but the, <laughs> this whole thing is made now up now it comes now out it comes now out. it comes out <laughs> but I, I said there's two of them walking in the woods and he's like really you hear that i said yeah one's about 125 pounds he said how do you know that i said i just do just let, let it know so we're sitting there and he's like you know you're full of crap you know he's just shaking his head looking at me i said there he is right there brand goes where i said down there in the bottom in the corner He's looking, can't see nothing. I said, just step back in. He's like, oh, of course he did. Oh, yeah. Of yeah, course yeah. he did. When I pulled my scope up to look down there, of course he stepped back in yeah. the, the woods, yeah. right? And I'm like, no, Brandon, he was really down there. I was like, get your gun up and get ready. And he's like, where were they at? I said, down there in the corner. And he's like, all right. Well, he pulls his gun up. He's like, oh, I see him. And now Brandon's messing with me. Oh, yeah. And, he's, and he takes the safety off. And when he flicks that safety off, I said, don't do it. Jesus Christ, don't do it. I'm, I'm just messing with you. No, I was like, I didn't have my hands over my ears and I because I thought he's seen the deer. And I was like, Jesus Christ, don't do it. I don't want, you know, I, he's standing right beside me with a 270 and I don't have my hands over my ears. And Brandon's like, I'm just messing, man. I'm just messing. There ain't no deer down there. And he, he's like, he didn't see the deer. And I was like, Damn, I know there was a deer down there. Then all of a sudden, two of them come walking out, and I said, "Are you going to shoot those deer?" I didn't. I didn't give. I, listen, I didn't give Jared a chance because we was running out of time. I said, "Look at that! I'm gonna look at him through my scope." I put my scope up and I said, "It's two does," and all he heard was a click, boom. <laughs> Jared's hollering at this point. <laughs> yeah, I'm screaming. I'm gonna put the mic away from my. I'm screaming at you, going, "Did you hit him?" <laughs> 
I mean, it. I absolutely deafened Jared because he was not ready. But he he ended up shooting that day. And the funny thing is, I I, I said, or was it at shooting lot? And Brandon looks down at his watch. He's like, it was right at it. Yep, sir. Hey, minute. That's all I need. Oh, I think we were like four minutes over. But Mr. Green Pants, we were not. Uh, I have a, ta- a photo stamped with the date and time on it. Oh, that's right. You do. You yeah. have a you have a, a photo on your cell camera. Uh, it's not the time that we shot the deer, but that's what time they showed up. We were within legal shooting height. Uh, okay. So Brandon has a new uh, <laughs> nickname now called the White Lantern. Yeah. If you apparently hunt till shooting light, you get you get accused of using a flashlight. I did see a mount on top of his scope. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just. We're I'm under just, investigation. <laughs> Yeah, if the uh, game wardens are listening to this, everything was done completely 100% illegal by Brandon LaFever. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just in case y'all were wanting to know. Yeah, yeah. Just in case y'all were wanting to know. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, wow. we get we get out of the stand. You wouldn't frame a guy, would you? No, nah, not at all. Um, we get out of the stand. I've got to have my headlamp on because I can't see to get out of the stand. I could still see down there at the corn pile. You could still see. So your eyes are good, but your ears are not. That's that's what we're getting at. All I could hear was the creek water running. I couldn't ever hear no deer. And you you can't hear no deer with you running your mouth. I, I heard them. <clears throat> I heard them just fine. I knew they was coming. How much that deer weigh? It was ended up being like 120, like 120-something pounds. It was right <laughs> on the money, too. That was what shocked me is I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe that. <laughs> this man done told me how much it weighed, and he was all five pounds. <laughs> It's that little bit of Cherokee in my blood. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I don't have any Cherokee in my blood. Jared seems to think there was a buck after them. There was. I don't think so. There was because when he shot that doe, the other doe took off running in the, in the field, and I heard a deer run in the woods, and I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you that was a buck because I heard him rub. I heard him make a rub in there. So now, regardless if he if he was actually behind them pushing them does in there, I doubt it, because they didn't come in running. Really, they just came in all accidental. So I don't I don't think he was actually pushing them. Maybe those does came in and they didn't even know that buck was there. I don't know. Uh, but, I don't know. But I think that buck was behind. Him. And then you got a picture of that buck, that big deer, like what a day later. Yeah, I mean he he now he's in there quite frequently. Yeah, but I. And you may have rattled him in, but if we'd have waited on him, we it'd have been, we would have been able to shoot him. Yeah, anyway. it'd have been probably eight o'clock. Oh wow, y'all hunt much past <laughs> five fifteen. Jared's ready to go to the house. <laughs> I know why you don't kill deer now. Hell, you walking out when they're trying to eat. What are you talking about? I don't kill deer. <laughs> Brandon calls me the other day. He's like, you know, uh, my my deer got scored. I said, really? He said, yeah. What did that deer end up scoring? One hundred forty-one. One forty-one. Green. That's a big deer. Yeah, I mean that's a, that's a quality. Deer. He only weighed one eighty seven though. Oh, yeah. The biologist thinks he's three years old. I'm not gonna say he's wrong. I'm not gonna say he's right. If that deer's three years old, he was over one hundred and ten, one hundred and fifteen. Gross. His first year of being born. Because he scored right now at age three and a half. At one hundred and forty one. At one hundred and forty one. That deer's four and a half. Five. I've got his teeth in the freezer. Uh, he's got to be four and a half, five. He's got to be. 
I mean, you've seen the picture of his face. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a big deer. It's, I mean, it's a big deer. Yeah. But anytime you shoot, anytime you shoot a, over, I would say probably over 120 inch deer in North Carolina, especially Iredell County, um, you're doing big things. Yeah. So they're slowly getting <clears throat> bigger and bigger each year. They are. They are. I've been seeing, we, I think uh, me and Josh talked about it on here. Um, I've talked about it with you. I talked about it with Cody. People are getting a little more manageable on deer, which is a huge deal, man, because if you let these deer grow, for one, your, your population is going to go up because bigger deer are going to breed more does. Mm-hmm. Um, for two, you're getting bigger deer, more quality deer out of, out of your population. So I think it's a good deal. I think – that deer was a massive deer and congratulations and and it was funny because brandon's sitting there he's like you know they scored that deer and i said yeah so what did it score he said 141 i said dude that's awesome I said, that's a big deer he said you know i was going back and looking through your pictures and i said yeah and he said i did not realize that you have shot three deer over 130 yeah i was i forget what i was looking for oh he was going to sell me that crossbow, and you wouldn't send me a picture of it. And I said, well, I know he's put one on Facebook. So I done went through this man's entire photo album on his Facebook. It went like an Stalk hour and a half. Me. Stalked me. Well, hey, I ain't seen no pictures of me and you oh, hanging out on there. Speaking of that, here's the uh, owner's manual and stuff for that crossbow. Oh, all right. Wow. I found it the other day whenever we were cleaning everything out of the house. So. I got me some uh, G5 Mega Meats for it. Ooh. For Christmas. Okay. And I've already hung my bow stand for next year. There you go. That's why my hands are tore up. I didn't even notice that until you said that. Good yeah. Lord. <clears throat> so uh, another funny story that, <laughs> that me and Brandon had, and this is this is all this year. I'm I'm in the stand and it's like I don't know, maybe four o'clock, three forty five, something like that. About time to get down, ain't it? No, no. <laughs> I just got in. Yeah. Heck, I just got in there. Good About 5.15, we're going to have to take it to the house. Golly. I, I swear, his 5.15 and my 6.15 are like the same <laughs> thing. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't understand that. I don't understand that. I don't have night vision on any of my guns. Your wife I, has a curfew for you, doesn't she? No. You no, have to be, not at You all. have to be home before the streetlights are on, aren't you? It's just harder to shoot deer and hold a spotlight at I've the same time. I've never spotlighted a deer in my life. I'm just life. saying it's harder to shoot deer and spotlight at the same time. Can you agree or disagree? I, I, I don't know. I've never spotlighted. Okay. But I do know that I'm not going to get out of stand at 515. What if shooting lights at 510? Then I guess I'll get out. Okay. But I don't know. If it's at 510, man, something went wrong. It's been, it's been that early before? No. I think the earliest shooting light. It's like five forty, five thirty eight. Crazy. Which there, you're on the. It's starting to get longer each day now by a minute. Yeah. So yeah, we're it, on the we're on the other side. Which deer season's over with now? Doesn't no, really no, we still got like six hours. <laughs> no, we got four and a half. Mm. For you, deer season's over because the sun's getting. Oh go down. my god! For for Brandon, it's one thirty three right now. For Brandon, he's got about seven hours left. <laughs> <A> deer- <laughs> anyway so i'm in the deer stand and brandon calls me well i have my airpods with me so i just put one of my airpods in i'm like yeah what's up he's like what are you doing so i'm sitting in the deer stand he said you answer the phone like that when you're in the deer stand i said yeah why he's like good god i'm just sitting there talking to him we're just talking 
or whatever. And I was like, hang on a second. He said, what's that? And I grunted. And he said, did you just grunt? I said, yeah. I said, a deer grunted right behind me. He said, really? I said, yeah. I was like, down there on the bottom. I said, they've been coming down on that bottom side for some reason. I said, I don't understand. He's like, hmm, okay. And then it grunted again. I said, here he comes. He's coming up to the daggum field right now. And I'm on the phone with Brandon, and Brandon's like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Dude, he's, <laughs> you started to get excited. I done went inside the bedroom, put my camouflage on real quick. <laughs> Hannah asked me, she said, what are you doing? I said, we're hunting. <laughs> She said, you ain't going to be able to get time out. I said, no, Jared's in the stand right now. We're getting ready to FaceTime. <laughs> That's what he told me. He said, FaceTime me. I want to be I want to be there. I want to be there with you when you shoot this dude. Now, mind you, I'm in my, my living room whispering at this point. <laughs> yeah. Brandon's sitting there whispering, and I can't hardly hear him. I'm whispering because I got deer all around me. Brandon's whispering. I have no reason why. <laughs> I mean, he starts whispering. I said, what are you whispering for? I mean, it was like I was watching Michael Waddell on TV. Uh, this little four-pointer comes running out chasing the doe. And he was just, golly, man. Every step he took, he was, meh, meh, I never meh, heard a deer meh, that meh, young meh. be that aggressive. Golly. He was annoying, man. But Which they do say, I read this this year, the younger the deer, the more aggressive he is and the more he travels. By year four, the big 140, 130, yeah. he's down to a half mile, a mile. Because he's done established where he wants to be. Yeah, well, they say that, that the sense. one and a half and the two year old, he may go four or five miles. Huh. He may grunt the whole way. Oh my god, that I can believe that because that deer was good. God, he was all over. He chased that doe around that field. He had to have been six times, and he must have grunted probably two hundred times chasing that doe around. Just man, 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 man. And I, I told Brandon, I said, Can you hear him? He said, Yeah, I can hear him. Oh, it was crazy. And he said, Where's he at? I said, thirty yards in front of me. He's like smoking. He's smoking. He's smoking. Sent an arrow toward him. <laughs> so that was another funny story. But anyways, so that's that's kind of how our deer seasons went this year. Brandon's had a really I'm I, you've I, had a great deer. This is probably one of the better deer seasons you've had. Oh, this is the best deer season I've had. I mean I hunted a bunch, and I—it's I, been a long time. I've been—I've been waiting on this for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, my wife got her first deer. Uh, I killed two more does, and uh, that big one. I mean, it was—we, me and you, killed our first deer together. Yes, yeah. yeah. I'm already excited for next year. I, me too. I, I'm trying to get my first. I've killed a deer with a bow, but I was never able to find it. That was back when we was in high school. Mm-hmm. So, my, I got a shoulder injury that. I, self-inflicted i guess so yeah. hopefully the crossbow will be able to uh help me get my first bow kill but i'm already excited for next year i am too i've already started prepping i i haven't started prepping um i did clean out a bunch of stuff that i had or whatever but yeah you know, I, I don't know that so uh another the last thing that i want to talk about is the giveaway that we have um so if you weren't able to be a part of the giveaway i'm sorry um the spots filled up extremely fast there was probably i don't know six or seven people that wanted to be a part of it and couldn't get in on the spots i'm sorry i hate it for you man i really do um but i gave it to the listeners first and then i put it on the internet for everybody else to see um so they filled up extremely fast and and i'm sorry if you didn't get a part get to be a part of it there will be another one. I don't know if there'll be another one like that, but there'll be another giveaway here coming up soon. And, um, man, I'll tell you, when I, when I pulled that number 
and I scrolled down and found DJ's name on that number, I was excited. Yeah. And not that I wouldn't be excited for anybody else that, to, to do it. I'm not saying that. I'm saying the fact that me and DJ had a real long conversation about turkey hunting. We had a real long conversation about that I have my slam. DJ thought that that was kind of a little bit out of reach for him. I told him it wasn't. Yeah. I don't think it's out of reach for anybody. Um, but now that he won the giveaway, he's wanting to go to turkey. He want, he's wanting to go to Nebraska to go turkey hunting. I feel like I'm kind of helping him. Yeah get that at the same time so it makes me feel good too oh it couldn't have happened to a better person i mean i hadn't spoken to dj since high school but you know he was always a great guy and for me i wanted somebody to win that was as dedicated and obsessed with hunting as we are yeah you know yeah and, and, that's exactly and there's nothing wrong with it you know somebody winning it that you know has never hunted before but for somebody like dj that's wanting his grand slam and and you being able to help him get there that's awesome yeah no i'm excited i'm excited we uh well i think we, we ran into a little bit of a uh, not a roadblock but a hiccup um nebraska has changed their season around a little bit they're only allowing like ten thousand out-of-state permits oh, this man. year where it used to be unlimited and it used to be that you could shoot two a day and now you're only down to one so it's changed up a little bit, but we are going to try our best to get permits so that we can get DJ up there and get that done. There will be another giveaway, though. When do y'all think y'all are going? It'll be in April, 1st of May, probably. Nice. Something like that. But uh, anyways, appreciate you coming up, man. Hey, appreciate, appreciate you getting on me. the show. Uh, I'm sure you'll be back on the show again. There'll be some kind of crazy story that we got cooking up somewhere well, you know, somehow turkey season's around the corner i'm sure Dang that right you're gonna is. drag me six or seven miles up a mountain to chase some i gobbler. should i should but we'll be out of there by 5 15 oh absolutely <laughs> I, I don't doubt that with you jared he don't even have to use headlights in his truck anymore he just goes home before it gets dark <laughs> all right see you man see you. All right, I appreciate y'all stopping in and listening to the podcast today. Thanks so much uh, for, for Brandon being here and telling all the stories and everything. Um, again, be on the lookout for, for what we got coming with the uh, shirts and the hats and the stickers and everything like that. We'll have a giveaway coming pretty soon. Check us out on Instagram, on Facebook. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Uh, I'll, and, um, you know, we'll be sure. If you want to be on the podcast uh, send me a message send send me a text something like that we'll, we'll get you on I think we're booked up for a month uh, but I'll get you on as soon as I can uh, so uh, thank you to everybody and uh, Jace thanks for listening <laughs>